Fenia. Hello and welcome to the only podcast in the entire world about the very real sport of professional wrestling, Wrestlevania. I am the host with the most, I am the greatest heel on Twitter and in the podcast world, in all of podcast history. My name is Brandon, you can call me Wrestlebrand. Now, this Sunday, live on the WWE Network, we have Elimination Chamber, the last Raw pay-per-view before the biggest show of them all, WrestleMania. And I guess from all reports from the WWE themselves, this will be the last Raw pay-per-view period because after WrestleMania, all the shows are going to be both brands, both Raw and SmackDown Live, which I think is great because, you know, go for quality rather than quantity and it can it can get very crowded with two shows a month um but i'm gonna do it uh i know i'm gonna give my predictions if i figure out how to talk i'm gonna (laughs) i'm gonna make my predictions i'm gonna go through this card there's not a lot of matches i think there'll be a lot of long matches though uh woke and matt hardy versus bray Wyatt will not be a long match hopefully i gotta say i like woke and matt hardy I like Bray Wyatt. I'm tired of both of them. They need to do something to reinvest everybody into the Woken gimmick. Whether that is rebranding them as Broken, bringing Jeff Hardy back as Brother Nero, uh, having this match filled with gimmicks, whether that be Vanguard or whatever. They got to do something to save this because this is a moneymaker for the WWE. It should be a moneymaker for them. It is over. People want to like it, but it's just has not gone anywhere all that interesting since the first week or two. And this feud with Bray Wyatt has been stagnant. Bray Wyatt as a character has been stagnant, which is not helping matters. But my prediction is that Hardy wins. They fought at uh, Raw 25. He lost. He's got to win this time on pay-per-view. And I am interested to see where they go from here and when they bring Jeff back because I've pretty sure he's healthy and ready to return we have asuka versus nia Jax. if nia Jax wins the women's championship match at wrestlemania will be made a triple threat that is not going to happen asuka's not going to lose to nia Jax. that would be the worst booking in perhaps wwe history if they have undefeated asuka win the royal rumble only to lose to nia Jax in a first loss at elimination chamber it would make no sense to do that Asuka wins, no doubt, goes on to WrestleMania and wins the championship and remains undefeated until her future showdown with Rowdy Ronda Rousey, who's going to be the woman who ends that undefeated streak like it or not. And I mention her because she's going to be doing her contract signing at Elimination Chamber. This is interesting. See what they do to set up 
something for WrestleMania, or maybe they do nothing. Um, since she's quote signing her contract, too, it'll be interesting to see how they handle her in the weeks going forward. I'm assuming she'll be on Raw the next night. It'll be interesting if there's a promo, if it's a backstage segment, if it's um, an actual match. I'm kind of figuring she's not actually going to wrestle a match until WrestleMania, but who knows? So that should be interesting to see how they handle that situation. We'll definitely get them a lot of mainstream attention. So good for the WWE. And then we only have two more matches. We have the first ever Women's Elimination Chamber match. Alexa Bliss is defending the Raw Women's Championship against Bayley, Sasha Banks, Sonya Deville, Mandy Rose, and Mickey James. The booking of Alexa Bliss has been interesting, I guess you could say. It seems like they're sort of pushing her towards uh, being a babyface, but she's such a good heel, and they've spent so much time, invested so much time in making her such a vicious annoying heel that it's sort of odd but it's also odd that she's like kind of teasing this relationship with mickey james again i don't know the whole thing is just weird maybe it'll make more sense after elimination chamber maybe it'll make more sense as we continue down the road to wrestlemania but i think this is one of the harder matches to predict i think that sasha banks has a real chance of winning I do not think Bailey w- wins because of how she's been booked in recent months. I do not think Sonya Deville, Mandy Rose, or Mickey James wins because neither have been built up enough to have a marquee WrestleMania match. I think Sasha Banks is the only possible choice other than the champion herself, Miss Bliss. And my pick is that Alexa Bliss will win, will retain. But if anybody else wins this match, it will be the boss, Miss Banks. Now, we are already at the main event. This is going to be a quick episode, and I honestly did not intend for this to be a quick episode, but there's just not many matches. There's not a whole lot to say. Um, I will say this. The seven competitors, so this is the first time ever the Elimination Chamber match is having seven competitors. We, of course, have John Cena, Roman Reigns, uh, Seth Rollins, Intercontinental Champion, The Miz, Braun Strowman, Elias, and Finn Balor. Awesome placement for Elias. Elevates the Intercontinental title, having The Miz in there. Cena, of course, could always win. Strowman, of course, could always win. Good for Balor, good for Rollins. But there's one man that's going to win this. And he was the first man to be eliminated on Raw. So that was the original point I wanted to make. Um, Raw had this awesome gauntlet match with these seven men. And it was like almost the first two hours of Raw. It was amazing. The it was, Not only was it good in-ring action, it was amazing just to have Raw focus on actual in-ring action. And the first two matches, Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins versus John Cena, were amazing. Not that the other ones were bad, but those two, man, they tore the roof off that place. Seth Rollins stole the show. I have not seen that kind of performance from Rollins in a real long time and it makes me feel good because I it reminded me of why I ever liked him in the first place, to be honest. I've been getting so tired of him as the baby face, so tired of him with Jason Jordan and even as a member of the Shield reunion, 
he's just been flat lately, and that was exactly what they needed to do with him. And the match overall was booked well. Everybody had a chance to shine, um, getting an elimination or whatever. So now we have the chamber match itself. Miz is starting at number one, and Elias is ending it. But there's going to be one man who stands tall. I mean, the winner goes on to face Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania in the main event for the Universal Championship. You know that eliminates Elias. Sorry. Great for him to be in this match. I like the guy. He's got a bright future. He's not going to main event WrestleMania against Brock Lesnar. Nor is Finn Balor. Nor is The Miz. That leaves Rollins, Reigns, Strowman, and Cena. Cena, he's too old to be in that position. He's too part-time to be in that position. And I know that sounds silly to say because Brock Lesnar is Mr. Part-Time. But they're not going to do that match. Plus, they've done it before. Strowman, Lesnar, they've done recently. They're not going to do that again. Rollins, Lesnar, just does not have the same appeal. They're starting to build Rollins back up. But it's just, he's not there yet to make this a true marquee match. And we all know how the WWE feels about Roman Reigns. And like him or not, he's great in the ring. And he gets the biggest reaction of the night. Might be cheers, might be boos, might be a mix of both. But he gets the biggest reaction of the night. It'll, there's no doubt in my mind Roman Reigns wins this match. I think this will be a hell of a match. I think it'll be an elimination chamber to remember. I think the only thing that sort of holds it back is that I think everybody knows Reigns is going to win. But, you know, we'll see how it unfolds. So, I'm looking forward to the show. Like I said, not a lot of matches, but I think it'll be all good matches. And I will be hopefully watching live, and I'll hopefully be on Twitter live tweeting. So, follow me on there, at Russell Brand. I guess you can follow my co-host, if you really hate your life, at Russell Watcher. And, of course, follow the podcast on Twitter as well, at Pod. I think that's our Twitter anyways. Um, that's how much of a podcast professional I am. But if you follow me and you tell me, hey, Russell Brand, your Twitter account is not WrestleFaniaPod. I got you. I'll hook you up with the right Twitter handle. But I'm pretty sure I'm right. And you know what? Why am I explaining myself? I'm the heel. I'm the greatest in the world. Screw you. Peace. Man on a mission, that's me. To be what I'm destined to be. Man on a mission, that's me. To be what I'm destined to be. Fans not experts.